You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. 2024, do we want to win? Do we want to lose? Well, this is what we're going to talk about in today's broadcast, I think, Everybody should listen up because this is a warning to the body of Christ, to our nation, that I really believe God put on my heart. And we're going to lay out uh, a case here in today's broadcast for the next 27 minutes of what I think needs to change. This is my humble opinion, but I've been praying about this thoroughly. And I believe God's laid this on my heart. What we need to do, we got to get away. Number one, we got to get away from the false prophets. I know that's a big statement. I've taken a lot of heat for it. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't understand it. There must be some type of allure that comes from uh, these people where people are going to them to get a daily word. I want a daily word from you. Now, there are some legit guys out there, by the way, who we endorse that are operating in the prophetic. I believe in the prophetic. I've operated in the prophetic ever since I've been a Christian for many, many, many years. I was raised up under Dr. Jack Hayford at the Church on the Way, and then we started our own church many, many years ago uh, from there and uh, had many mentors along the way that were prophetic people. So I am not against real biblical prophecy, uh, five-fold ministry gifting, the gift of prophecy, the office of a prophet. That's not what I'm against. What I'm talking about, though, is these. Uh, there's certain people that are on the Internet that have gained hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers, And uh, unfortunately, they don't have a history of where we can look back and say, okay, who actually raised this person up? Who's their mentors? Who's their elders? Who are they accountable to? You know, where did they serve before they were raised into prominence? You know, there's there's a for for anybody that's a reputable uh, leader in the Christian community. There is a story behind their story. There's a there's a system where you can look back and say, okay. This person mentored this person. Like for me, for instance, there's over 20 years of mentorship, discipleship, accountability, ministry, you know, and and I understand there's some people that have only been in the ministry for four years or five years, but even those folks, if they're legit, there's going to be people that have been around them that have seen their growth, that have helped to raise them up in the office that they now walk in. They didn't raise themselves up. They didn't um, you know, make, make them their own kingdom. They're, they're about the kingdom. And so through discernment and by testing the spirits, this is how we can determine this. Of course, of looking at the word of God and saying, okay, this is what the Bible actually says. I've personally done an in-depth study on prophecy so that I could see what the Bible actually said when it comes to prophecy. But the problem is president Trump, some of these internet sensations that have, amassed a massive following have now gotten to president Trump and his family. And unfortunately, some of these folks are bad news, not all of them, but some of them. And I believe if the president stays on this course, it could be catastrophic, just like it was up there in Pennsylvania with Doug Mastriano. Now, of course there could be shenanigans going on. We understand that we believe that there are, but I do believe that uh, there's a lot of, legitimate Christians that are spiritually astute, that love the word of God, many of you listening, that probably don't really look too much into who 
President Trump is surrounding himself with. And so you just like Trump and you know that the guy stood for uh, religious liberty and freedoms and our Constitution, at least more so than the current administration. And so you've made a determination. Yeah, I want to vote for President Trump. And that's good because as Christians, we're not taking a political stance. What we're doing is we're defending and standing by our values, which are the values of the scripture. So we look at the two candidates, we look at their platforms, we look at what they stand for, and we say, okay, out of these two, this is the better choice. This is the lesser of two evils. And by me not voting for the lesser of two evils, I'm actually voting for the evil. So as a believer, as a person who has a um, you know position as a citizen in this nation and as a Christian who prays for this nation, it would be wisdom for me to go and vote and for me to vote for the person that more represents my values than somebody that's going to come against the values of a believer and literally push the opposite agenda, which unfortunately that's happening on the platform of the left right now because the left has gone far left in many of their values and beliefs. And this is where we are. So it's not left versus right. It's really good versus evil. And I don't sit here and say, oh, I'm a Republican. I sit here and say, I'm a Christian. And I'm looking at the platforms and I'm looking at the candidates and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to vote my values. And I think most people listening agree with what I'm saying, at least to some extent. Maybe you are a little bit more adamant about supporting President Trump. Just so you know, I was pretty involved in 2016 and 2020 to the best of my ability, but mainly in giving spiritual advice and counsel from the Bible and through prayer. But I have not been afraid or not backed down when it comes to standing for our values, whatever that looks like. And I'm far much more out there than 99% of pastors in this country. But I still have to look and say, we're not going to be saved by a politician. We're only going to be saved by God, by us turning from our evil ways, turning from our wickedness, repenting. In fact, I have not found one instance in the scripture that I can find where God restored a nation without the nation first repenting and turning away from idolatry and, and all the idols that they made. I have not found one. In fact, every single instance that I've read, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I have not seen one that I've read where God restored the nation where they didn't repent. Uh, in every case, there had to be some form of repentance. It's an if my people moment here in the United States right now. And I believe our future hangs in the balance. Now, I do have hope. I do believe that we can see a good outcome here and we can have one more round, a little bit more time because I believe God responds to the prayers of the righteous. And I know there's a lot of people saying it's the end, that's it, it's done. But remember, people said that after World War II, during World War II, they said that during the Civil War, they said that uh, during the Vietnam War, they said that during the 80s and the Cold War, and they said that at 9-11, and they're still saying it now. So are we closer than ever to the end times? Yeah, are we probably in the end times? Well, many people say they believe at least we're in the birth pangs, and I believe that. And so um, many biblical scholars would agree, yes, we are in the end times. And so as end time believers, we need to take a righteous stand for our, our freedom, our values, but most of all, the word of God and our faith. So getting back to the headline of the broadcast, I was talking about the fact that we, 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 we as the Christian community have to steward what God's given us in the authority that we have as believers to speak truth and to, to, I always say culture is downstream of the church. If the church is like a vacuum, then evil is going to prevail. If the church isn't addressing sin, then we're going to see what we see now. I always say in Nashville, there's like a, a church on every corner, on every street, and yet the city is still going in the wrong direction. Why? Because the church has not 
left the building in the aspect of we're not getting out and doing what the Bible says and evangelizing and getting people saved, set free, healed, and delivered. We've been silent and we've been motivational. And, and the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And what I'm seeing currently right now on my little rant today is I'm seeing a lot of the same of what we saw in 2020. And I'm seeing a very egregious thing where some of these uh, people that I respect, like Eric Trump and others, are listening to some of these internet prophets that honestly have been wrong multiple times and have not repented. And I think that's a big problem. You've got, when you get something wrong and you say, thus says the Lord, that is a lie. You've got to repent of it. Now, maybe you did it meaning well and you really believe that God said it, but listen, to say God said something and then it doesn't happen, when you're very specific about, hey, this is what's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen. In fact, the the exact opposite happens. I believe we all, as Christian leaders, look, people will respect this. We're just human. Sometimes we make a mistake. But you've got to learn how to be teachable and course correct and say, look, I missed it. I missed it, but guess what? I repent. And, and I'm going to go deeper in my, in my study time and in my prayer time, and I'm going to ask the Lord what went wrong. And I'm not going to continue to flippantly say, God said, I'm going to be much more careful. I'm going to learn from this. That I would respect. Then I would say, okay, this person's got character. At least they realize their their error and they're willing to course correct and they're willing to, that's a good leader. Look, any leader is not going to get it right 100% of the time. But the deal is, is what shows true leadership is when you can openly admit, you know what? I got, I missed this one but I, I'm going to learn from it and I just wanted to openly acknowledge that I missed it, but I repent to you and to God and I'm going to now move forward. Now, some people will say, well, that's even, you're very nice, Pastor Todd. I wouldn't even give them that much grace. Let's just call a spade a spade. They're false prophets. Well, you know, <laughs> I hear you, trust me. And I have a righteous anger in me, but I'm trying to be diplomatic in this approach because I know many of you are listening to these folks and they've gained tremendous prominence in the patriot movement and even in the Christian circles. And so many of you are, are spiritually astute Christians that love the word of God. You probably were raised in a good church at some point and you have some real foundation and you've had an encounter with God in your life. Have you had an encounter with God? I definitely have had an encounter with God and I know many of you had have. And so the deal is this, is that how did we get to this place where all of a sudden now some people that are listening to this broadcast not everybody, but some are tuning into some of these people every single day to get your word instead of going to the Bible. That's a problem, friends. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show yourself approved unto God, a worksman uh, that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We've got to know the word of God. We've got to know the word of God. We've got to, the, the, it's a lamp unto our feet. And I know if you listen to me every day, you think, gosh, this guy talks about this a lot. But because I know this is what sets us up for success. We just did a broadcast the other day on my podcast, which you can find at pastortodd.org. And I'm going to tell you something. We talked about repentance because I've been studying. And in every case, as I mentioned earlier, if a nation returns to God and repents, then God restores the nation. And there's a blessing and favor that happens. We could have this. This is what the prophets should be saying if they're, if they're truly prophets. They should be warning, hey, we're, we're, we're down the wrong path. We've, we've jumped off the moral abyss. I mean, literally, we're, we're going into the, 
you know, look at what's happening with our kids, our curriculums, everything out there. It's so evil and decrepit, but hey, we can change. And so the Lord is saying, repent and to turn from your wickedness and for the people of God to get on their faces and call out to the living God. And if we do that, God will spare our land. That's a prophecy. It's in accordance to scripture. It's not some, some exotic version of Christianity where, oh, I have some secret knowledge. I have some secret knowledge and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you so you can know. And no one else knows but me because God just told me. There was one guy out there that was so brazen, he literally said, uh, you, you have to hear from me in order to know what God's saying, in order to know what's, what's in the scripture. Are you kidding me, dude? Because that's not at all what the Bible says. And woe to those folks. So, look, what we need to do, we've been laying this out pretty pretty out there, I mean, you know, boldly for the past couple of weeks because God's had it so hard on my heart. But, you know, at, at first I was kind of a little bit more hesitant to talk about some of this stuff. But as I look at the headlines and how the mainstream corporate media is literally using this to make a mockery of Christianity, they're, they're putting out there what some of these people are saying. This one woman in particular that's really made her way up the, uh, the totem pole in the, in the Trump world. Well, why? Because, of course, I could do that if I was saying all these positive things are about to happen. Everything's going to be great. You don't have to do anything. God is so good. He's just about to come in and change this whole thing. We're going to see a new nation rise and all these evil people are going to be arrested and they're going to go to Gitmo and everything's just going to be hunky-dory and amazing because God is so good. Well, that, that sounds so good, doesn't it? Wouldn't that be nice? But then God would have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah and ancient Israel because uh, in every other instance in the scripture, we don't see that. So it's really, it's really a... Um, what they're doing is they're distorting and they're twisting the scripture. Of course, any person's, their ears are going to perk up because they do know that God is good. We inherently know that God is good. So we're, you know, it, it, it kind of makes sense. It's like a half truth, you know, like, hey, he's so good. He's going to spare us. He's going to save us because he needs us. He needs America. Well, look, of course, God has a plan. And I definitely agree 100% that God is in control. I believe he is. But he responds to the, to the prayers of the righteous. He responds to what people do. He also allows, in many circumstances in Scripture, the people to go into captivity. And he allows that because they turned away from righteousness. They turned away from God. They allowed wickedness to be the culture. So certain cases like Sodom and Gomorrah, the, the whole place was just destroyed. Other instances like Nineveh, God spared the city. Why? Because they repented. But I think the most dangerous thing right now, it's it, even though the left is, is, is out there pushing evil, and trust me, that's just straight up demonic, the woke agenda and all that, that's just demonic stuff. Preachers need to call a spade a spade. I mean, when you're talking about what they're doing to some of these kids and these families and the curriculums that they're teaching that are that sh- that that honestly would make a a 45-year-old person blush and yet they're teaching them to little kids and now parents are having to figure out do I even send my child to school do I pay extra to send them to Christian school or do I just take them out of school altogether and homeschool which by the way many people are now doing some people are not able to do that because their schedule and, and or you know other reasons and and you're not a bad parent if you're not able to do that but I know you have a concern when you hear what's going on, when you see what's going on, you know, during the pandemic period, a lot of parents 
witness for the first time as their kids were doing Zoom and things like that to get to school. And they started seeing some of the things their kids were taught that they had no idea were happening in the classroom. And, and many of you uh, have become mama bears and papa bears that are literally getting uh, you know, active in the community, going to school board meeting, going to the community meeting, going to the, you know, speaking to your representatives. Thank you. We should have done it a long time ago, but hey, you know what? It's good. At least we're doing it now. Maybe more people need to do it. I think so. But as we look at the, the 2024 election that's coming up, and there are many concerns, whether it's voter integrity issues, have things been f- changed since 2020? I'll just say that. Is it the same situation? Are they trying to induce the same situation? We see uh, people talking about masks coming back and different things like that. Is that the plan? Is that what's happening? Could be. I've even heard crazier things. Like people say that, you know, we could be in a hot war with Russia by that time. I hope that's not the case. We need to pray against that. We also need to tell our representatives we don't want to be involved in in another war. That's not where we need to go. We have problems at home. Our infrastructure is crumbling. Our borders are not secure to the the level that they should be. Uh, People are, homelessness is at, you know, spiking all around the country. People are uh, going into um, different retail stores and mob, you know, mobs of people taking purses and all kinds of merchandise. And it's scaring the shoppers and the, and the workers there half to death. Imagine being in one of those situations. I mean, we see a decline. President Trump's talked about it, a moral decline in America. So what I'm, I'm just saying, and look, I could be a voice in the wilderness today and you may hate me. You may turn me off for what I'm saying. But for those that this is resonating in your spirit, look, I just love the Lord. I just want to see our country thrive. I want to see the church thriving. I want to see revival. I want to see those that are lost hear the truth. There actually is a real gospel message that we all should be preaching and teaching about about Jesus that died on the cross for our sins, that John 3.16 message, that who shall ever believe in him shall not perish but have life everlasting. That's the true hope. Now, can we restore the land? Well, yeah, we go to 2 Chronicles 7.14. It's the recipe for revival. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. This is what the Lord promises to do. Now, that's the way God works. And he's looking for the leaders that are out there that are going to say these things. Hey, we've got to turn. The people of God, the church, we've got to stop making it about celebrity Christianity and all the other different, you know, rabbit trails that we've gone down and get back to the main thing. This is what we've been talking about for a year now almost. But I I just want to issue this warning because I've been on certain tours and different things like that where some of these folks are on and they're not all bad. Many of them are great patriots and I love these people and become friends with many of them. You know, so it's not, it's not like I'm against them. I'm certainly not coming on here to turn against them or anything like that. What I'm issuing is as a, as a watchman, as a pastor, as somebody who I believe has prophetic insight, I, I'm sounding the alarm right now. I think if President Trump continues to surround himself with these folks and his sons and his family and those that are in his inner circle, if these are the folks that they're listening to, they're going to end up just like Doug Mastriano, who was told he's going to win. And, and you know what? It was tickle ear prophecies. And guess what? He didn't win. He might have really won, and who knows? But you know what? Bottom line is he's not the one sitting in the in the office over there, the governor or the senator. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 who is it? It's, it's that Fetterman guy. 
Well, how'd that happen? I thought the prophet said that, that he was going to win. You can, go, you can look it up. Was there, was there a public repentance after that? Did anybody repent? Did anybody come out and say, hey, I missed it on that? I, I got to go back into prayer and maybe surround myself with some elders and mentors and, and figure out what went wrong. I'm going to take a season off here and get into the scripture. No, they don't do that. They just double down and move forward. They don't even say anything. And so here we are, and now we're doing it again for 2024. And I think that it's time that there's some voices that speak out and say, hey, there's a concern here that this movement has been hijacked somehow. I don't know how this has happened. We're listening to hopium voices instead of true voices. Because if we did what the scripture actually said, we have a fighting chance. But if we sit here and double down on insanity because it's tickle ear stuff and everybody's just saying, oh, this is what's going to happen. Not only is the world going to mock us, which they do anyways, but we give them red meat to do it. I mean, we're literally giving them their own ammunition. Here you go. We're all just following this person that's been wrong. How many times? And I don't hate any of these people. I literally, I'm not even against them as a person. I just, I just wish that, look, if I was doing this, if I was out, making these types of statements multiple, multiple times, big proclamations, and I missed the mark, and I said, God said it, you better believe that I would be chastised. You better believe that my mentors and elders and people in my life and the system of checks and balances and accountability would come around me and say, hey, brother, you missed it, man. You need to take a season here. and You need to publicly repent, and you need to figure out what went wrong. How did you not hear clearly from the Lord? Not saying the ministry's over. That's it. You're done. You got to, you know, stop being in ministry. I'm not even saying that. But this is the protocol, friends. I mean, gosh, if this happened in the Old Testament, you'd be stoned. But yet, for some reason, people just, they just double down on it because they just want to believe it. It's, I call it hopium. And if this is our strategy going into 24 for our nation, and we're about a year out right now, and this is the strategy, and we don't shift or change course. I think we're, we could be in for a cataclysmic wake-up moment here because this next year is going to require the, the church calling repentance for the nation, us truly getting on our faces and surrendering to the God of heaven and earth, turning from idols. Oh, yeah, I know we did it before in the, in the, in the lawn in D.C., and there were several hundred thousand people that tuned in, and there was the national repentance on the mall. And thank God, I think that that's probably why we're still here. Things like that. Many of you remnant warriors that are out there that are truly living a repentant lifestyle that really are doing what the scripture says. And so you say, well, Todd, we've done that already. Yes, but we've got to get this message out to the greater body because there's still many, many people that are on all these different. I mean, it's like a large portion of people, friends, that are following some of these folks. And they think that's what the Lord is saying. Maybe they didn't understand or or see that the many times that these people have missed the mark. Maybe they haven't. Because people say all these excuses now. Well, you know, in the New Testament, a prophet can get it wrong and it's not the same thing. And there's like all these excuses. Now, where does it say that? I mean, I understand we prophesy in part and I get some of the arguments. But listen, when I prophesy, if I prophesy, it's in fear and trembling because I don't want to misquote the Lord. And I do it out of obedience and it's, it's not about me. It's not about me giving a recap of my prophecies. Now, you know, I understand I'm not operating in the prophetic every single day. Some of these people who really are God's prophets are out there making recaps because they want people to understand that they're not one of these false prophets. So that, that makes sense. 
But the thing is, is that we know them by their fruit. We know them by what they're saying. If, if they're not talking about repentance, if they're not warning the folks right now in this very concerning period of time in our history, then I would probably say, if they're, look, if they're not quoting the scripture warning and talking about repentance, that's a pretty good sign they're not a real prophet. Because in almost every case, that's what the prophets did. So I issue this warning today to two groups of people. Number one, the group of people that may be listening to this broadcast and you've got caught up and somehow, you know, you, you've been in church for a long time, but somehow you got caught up in listening to some of these folks every day and this has become more important than you getting in the scripture. I would say, look, lovingly, I'm not trying to say this to be mean-spirited or hurt you, but lovingly as a shepherd who cares about you and cares about your future and your well-being and your family, and your walk with Jesus, I would say, let's get back into the word of God. Let's repent to the Lord and to anybody else that we need to if we've gotten off course and let's do the right thing. Let's actually do what the scripture says. Let's actually take it back to the actual scripture, to what the Bible says, to what God says, and that's how we restore our country. So that's group one. And we really got to humble ourselves. Trust me, all of us have to do this to some aspect. When the Lord said, consecrate yourself and come out from among them, I wrote the book, Come Out From Among Them, which is available at pastortoddbook.com. That's why I wrote the book. It's literally a strategy for what I'm talking about today, literally. Number two, if you are part of the group that's bringing some of these folks around President Trump, I don't hate you. Many of you are my friends. I love you dearly. I'm not naming names on today's broadcast. I'm saying, look, course correct. Warning, warning. If we do this, it's literally the definition of insanity. It's not going to work. It's the same thing we did with Mastriano's race. It's the same thing in 2020. We've got to actually hit the pavement, hit the community meetings, hit the, hit, you know, become poll workers, do everything that God puts on our heart to do to occupy and to stand in this season. Otherwise, we're going to see the same result, if not worse. And then our country is going to be in a much worse situation than it is right now. So I, I don't like to be, this, this person and this voice in the wilderness, it's not really who I am, but the deal is, is that when God says to do it and issue a warning, God, God puts this on my heart. What am I going to do? Say, no, God, I'm not going to say what you told me to say. Look, I, I take heed for this. People are mad at me. They unfollow me. You know, uh, giving is down because people, you know, I'm not tickling ears. So I need your support. If this bears witness in your spirit, this is David versus Goliath. I may be one of the only voices out here that's issuing this type of warning. But I really felt it strong on my heart today because we've got to listen to the right voices. We've got to test the spirits. We've got to, we've got to test them in accordance to the scripture. We've got to go back to the main thing. We've got to pray for this nation. We've got to repent. Amen. PastorTodd.org. God bless you. <laughs>